Alright folks, what is going on? This is episode 332 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And before I get started, I want to start off with um, this you know, passing of uh, Ed Jasper, um, former defensive tackle of the Atlanta Falcons, um, was one of my favorite players on NFL 2K5. If you played any video games, um, I used to love using him on the defensive line to get uh, get to the quarterback. Um, you know, one of the defensive players that was around during the Michael Vick era, uh, and uh, it's really sad to to have him, you know, pass at the age of 49 is entirely entirely too young um so i just wanted to get that out of the way because it's happened a few days ago and i really didn't you know i didn't really think about it too much to be honest because it's like you know with death and stuff you just try to put it out of your mind but you know just just stuff like that happens it really really sucks but uh nevertheless um uh you know rest in peace to ed jasper uh, uh passing away at the age of 49 all right uh let, let's go ahead and get into uh what is going on here this is episode 332 of the first and frame rate show i am via ball if this is your first time here welcome uh, i am on youtube and rumble i'm also on anchor spotify apple itunes stitcher and google so basically all your favorite platforms you can go find me over there and we have a lot to talk about today i mean i am really excited with everything that is going on um you know yesterday was very very you know it, it was a very, very exciting day because uh, our Discord just blew up. A lot of people started coming in, Georgia Southern fans, and I really, really appreciate it. Shout out to um, one of the, you know, basically the creator of the First and Frame Rates Discord, DJ81. He was also a former, uh, you know, he was a former, uh, you know, co-host of the show when it was under a different format. Um, very, 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 very helpful of getting everybody in and um getting everything in order as far as the the you know discord is going so if you haven't already go over there and join the discord we're talking about georgia southern all types of sports everything under the georgia southern umbrella and sports related so it, it it's going down over there we're growing really fast also um we're going to get into the topics today of these uh man what can you say about bringing hardware back home? The women's golf team wins the Sun Belt. I think the men won last year, and then you already had the cheerleaders win the national championship. I mean, we're just bringing home hardware left and right, and it is awesome. We're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about Najee Thompson, probably one of my, you know, my favorite Georgia Southern Eagles, um, at least one of my favorites. I have so many favorites, but Najee Thompson is returning from an injury. What does that mean for the defense? And we're going to throw a little bit of Falcon stuff in there. We're going to talk about Grady Jarrett and what does it mean that he did not show up for the voluntary uh, workouts for the Falcons? Is that a big deal or is that something that's nothing, you know, to it? So um, we're going to get into all that, but I'm going to talk about these women golf, te- the women golf team winning the, the Sun Belt. Th- this is really cool. This is really cool because not only over here I talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football, I am starting to expand to where I'm talking about other aspects of Georgia Southern athletics because, you know, football is my passion. I've been, I've been following Georgia Southern football for, man, probably like the, the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, I remember the Tim Stowers, you know, um, you know, national championship game. 
you know, so I mean, that's how young I was. And I really started watching Georgia Southern, you know, me being a kid from Savannah, Georgia, you know, that, you know, that's what I, that's what we did. We, we followed Georgia Southern football in my family. So there's something I've been watching for years. And it's like, I really never paid attention to any other of the athletics in, you know, at Georgia Southern. Uh, shout out to Jared Banco. Jared Banco has done a great job with the athletic department in general. And he has, He's been helping out on Twitter, put a spotlight on all the athletics. I mean, from the football team all the way to the the women's rifles team. I mean, you you know about what's going on because he always spotlights, you know, what these people, you know, these students, athletes are doing. They're doing a really good job at actually excelling at their sports. Um, And, and it really just caught my attention all the way back when um, – you know, the women's basketball team started doing really good. And then, you know, the boys' basketball team was actually doing well, you know, at one point. And, you know, everything was just starting to snowball. And then it really, really hit me when when the men's won the golf tournament and when they won the Sun Belt last year. And I was like, okay, there's more to this. Then I turn around and then the, the you know, the cheerleading team. And now the women's golf team wins the, the Sun Belt championship. So that just puts more pressure on, the all uh, the other la- athletics that haven't won any hardware lately. Now, don't get me wrong. The football team has won, you know, the Camellia Bowl, and we won the RL Carrier uh, um, New Orleans Bowl. So we 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 it's like like I said, we're bringing hardware over left and right. But let's go ahead and get into the the women's golf uh, with them winning the Sun Belt. Looking at it on GeorgiaEagles.com, I'm going to follow and I'm going to paraphrase what I see in um, on the website about what happened. Uh, Basically, this is the first Sun Belt women's golf titles for the Eagles as Georgia Southern began as women golf pro. And so this is all the way back in 2015. This is the first, uh, you know, title. So that's awesome. And, you know, they, you know, that, that is really cool to see. Um, I'm trying to see anybody who stands out. Let's say freshman Sarah Chana. I think I said that right. Sarah Chana Radisson. I think I said that right. <laughs> I, I'm not good with names. Earned a medal honors uh, senior Mia Ness. I think I said that right. <laughs> Tied for second in Georgia Southern won the Sun Belt Women's Golf Tournament uh, Championship. Sorry, at, at the LGPA International Hills Course. Um, so the Eagles went plus thirty-one, led the tournament wire to wire, so they never trailed, and they topped defending champion Coastal Carolina by four strokes. So, and uh, Arkansas State came in third, and Texas State won it for. Let's talk about Texas State, man. Texas State, man, they're just. Man, that Twitter account. I just can't get over that Twitter account. Just some salty dudes, man, when losing baseball against us. Um Radisson uh Radisson I can't say that. Please forgive me for my name. Radisson uh won an individual title by a stroke of uh by uh, a stroke over Ness plus five and the University of I think this is Texas. I want to say the UTA's Hydran Hillendorsar. Sophomore Abby New, um, Newton fired a yeah Abby Newton fired a seventy three in today's final round, tying the lowest score today, and finished the tie of eleven. Senior Madison Hydman posted a seventy five, and Eagles scored the second lowest score, tied finished tied for twenty seventh. So you know they, they you know this is some really good stuff to see. It's good to see that these women are doing you know big things. You know you don't you don't get too much of a, a too much attention uh, on women's sports like this. You may hear a little bit about, you know, the basketball every now and then and, 
you may hear something about the softball team, but you don't really hear much about the women's golf. And, and you know, to be honest with you, I would have loved to watch this because I, I'm 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 really big on on golf. I like to watch golf. You know, I, um, once I really start to understand the sport, I like to you know watch stuff like that. And it's um it's really interesting to see women play golf because. It's, it's a little, it's, it's somewhat of a different dynamic because, you know, things are just done differently. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just, I'm pretty sure that, you know, there's a lot more pre- precision when it comes to playing golf under women's, under the women's, uh, you know, umbrella. So I, I would really like to see like, how is that played out? Because I'm pretty sure it's more precision as far as putting the the, uh, the ball in play than compared to how some men play where a lot of them like to play for power for the most part. And, and it's cool or whatever. But I think one thing that's special about golf is that, you know, the preciseness of where you want ball placement, the, the lie, where you want to lay that ball in on the green or on the fairway or where you want to put it. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot goes behind that. Now, I'm not to say that women can't do the, the, the power behind it because there are some women stronger than me. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I, I just find it interesting under that, under that, you know, mantra that I'm pretty sure that there's more precision when it comes to it because of, you know, just the factor of, um, you know, you're not trying to worry about hitting the ball far every single time. So I, I would love to see how that plays out, but congratulations to the women's, uh, golf team. They win the Sun Belt first time. And this is, um, since they've been in the uh, the program since 2015. So, you know, you got this going on, the cheerleaders winning, you know, the men won last year, the, you know, the football team is on a down year, but we did win a bowl game not too long ago. Um, It, it, it just feels good right now. And I want to segue into the football team because I just got finished talking about the uh, scrimmage and the scrimmage was like really, really cool. You know, these guys are actually, uh, you know, looking a lot different than what we saw before. And it seems like that we're going to be able to make some things happen with this offense. And one of the people that are going to be, you know, one of the guys that's going to make a big difference is a Najee Thompson. Najee Thompson is more of um, a utility player. He can play offense, defense, and he loves playing special teams. And he was injured last year after um, playing against um, – who did he play against? Yeah, um, and uh, the Coastal Carolina game, and uh, he ended up missing out the rest of the season with ankle and thumb injuries. So he was out, but he done pretty good for himself. Played nine games, started two, which I think he should have started more. Uh, but even with the, he played three hundred twenty-one total snaps. He had uh, he posted twenty-five tackles, one interception, one pass breakup. Uh, special teams, he had a tackle against Gardner Webb for the Atlantic. Made the move the corner uh, cornerback when we had an issue with cornerbacks with their canteen going down and others. Uh, so, um, and he, he done pretty good for himself. You know, the year before that, he started he played in all thirteen games from two, uh, back in twenty 2020 twenty and in twenty nineteen. So he's actually a really you know you know really versatile player. He could do a little bit of everything. Now I can go down this entire list of all the things that he's done in his bio, go through his stats, whatever. I mean, man, it it it'll take me forever, you know. But for a fifth year senior and to have him back on the team is it really means a lot. Especially when you got guys coming in who can, you know, like a uh Ashton Whitner, who literally could step in and take that role of leadership in the secondary. Once, you know, uh 
Najee Thompson graduates. Mark Stampley is going to be on campus really soon. So, you know, they're going to be able to pick his brain as far as trying to learn how to be um, a college you know, football player, a college uh, student athlete. You know, and, it, and to me, there's no other person that you want to learn from is somebody like Najee Thompson. I've been hearing a lot of rumblings about this kid, like the way he speaks. And I don't do the Twitter, you know, spaces thing. And it's just not my thing. But there's a lot of people been coming back and telling me, hey, you need to listen to Najee Thompson. You need to hear, you know, you know, the things that he talk about. He knows what and, and, and there's no doubt in my mind. I know I'm pretty sure that he knows what he's talking about when it comes to football. Uh, a lot of people saying he has coach written all over him. I would not be surprised. And um, it, it's just he's just a really good kid. I did a spotlight on him a few uh, about a year ago or, or on this channel, just a, 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 when I was just doing regular just videos. And I did a spotlight on him where I really just, you know, said, like, look, I love what this kid can do. He makes highlight plays. Speaking of that, he was on, you know, number two play on uh, ESPN's top, top 10. So in, in the interception that he had uh, when, when he played against, uh, I think it was uh, not Arkansas State. I can't remember who it was, but it was a great one-handed interception. Uh, I think it was, it could have been Arkansas State, but I mean, it's just, what what can you say? The kid can do it all, and it's, 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 it's going to be really interesting, not only with the knowledge and the ability that he has if he's going back to playing um, in wherever he plays. If he's getting knowledge from, a, from, from like, Will Harris, the defensive coordinator, I mean, you, you're, you're talking about somebody who's going to be groomed to be a, a good football player. I mean, there, there it is right there. I mean, Will Harris, uh, Coach Will Harris already has the, 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 the resume for what he did in uh, Washington with defensive backs. And you got a guy with this type of intelligence and ability like Anaji Thompson. I mean, what, what, what are you, what are we talking about here? I mean, I, this, see, this is one of the reasons why I, I've been saying that, and that I think this team could win eight games minimum. And I, I'm sticking with that. When you have these type of relationships where, where a lot of kids were, that are on this team that I saw this ever since the, you know, the RL carrier, New Orleans bowl. Even I'll go back to the, the Camellia bowl, which it seemed like it was so far away. It was like four years ago. When you see these kids that are growing up and they, you see the ability that was, that's there, they just didn't have, and it's not a knock on the last uh, regime or whatever, but they just did not have that guidance to be, you know, better. You know what I'm saying? I, I still believe at the end of the day, when you look at the Camellia Bowl and even some parts of the RL Carrier um, Bowl, New Orleans Bowl, when you look at all those games around that time, a lot of these kids played well despite the shortcomings of the coordinators and the coach. And that doesn't mean that they're bad coaches. It's just sometimes your 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 game plan just doesn't work with the personnel you have. And that looked like that's what happened. It doesn't seem like that what they were trying to put on the field actually worked. So a lot of these guys went out there and just played with a lot of instinct. And and you see that with Anaje Thompson. You saw that with uh you know with the CJ Wright. You saw a lot of that with Randy Wade and and uh and, and other players. Derek Canteen. You know what I'm saying? Even on offense, you know, you saw a lot of these players like a Derwin Burgess, the the plays that him and Cam Ransom connected on. You know, J.J. McCann, you, you know, you see these type of plays. The big play by Sean Pell kissing in the, in, the, in the bowl game. The big play by Sean Wirtz in the Camellia Bowl. 
So when you look at all those things, like a lot of these guys played on instinct, in my opinion. But now you got guys that are here that are going to be, uh, you know, for the most part, they're going to be coached differently. I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to be coached better because I don't know yet. But I think they're being coached differently, and you just see the vibe. You see the energy. You see what's being taking place. You see these kids um, de- being developed. And when you see that, you're like, oh, my God, these kids are something different. You know, these kids are built. They're, they're, they're getting stronger. They're getting faster. I looked at some of the 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 clips and the pictures in the scrimmage. I'm like, yo, some of these kids look like they've gained, like, 20 pounds of muscle. You know, they're walking in looking like regular high school uh, football players and they're 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 coming back in like 2-3 months looking like college players ready to go. So, this is why I say what I say about what this team is capable of winning. The schedule is not as brutal, but the schedule is intimidating because there's still a lot of unknown with this team. But just just in my heart, what I see on the field, my eye test, my gut feeling, what these coaches are doing, what these kids are buying into, I believe that this team, if everything is, everything don't even have to go right. But everything just needs to go for the most part as planned. If they get 80% of what they're doing correct, they're winning eight games. If they get 70% of what they're doing, what they're trying to do right, I still believe they can win eight games. This is not just because this is not a, a a homer pick or something that I'm being biased. I'm naturally, I honestly feel that based on what I'm seeing. If I think the team is bad, I'll tell you about it. Because Lord knows, I'll tell you how I felt about the team last year. But nevertheless, I feel like this team is on the up and up. I think this team is going to be really, really good. And it's going to surprise some people. So uh, we're going to, you know, continue to watch this welcome back Najee Thompson I can't wait to see you get out there on the field with the other guys on defense and actually make a difference you know hopefully you know everything goes well and there's no issues no problems no worries you know we're already always pulling for not having any crazy injuries we just want you guys to go out there and ball out so we'll see how that go um last but not least before I get out here we'll talk about Grady Jarrett Grady Jarrett for the Falcons. He was not on hand for voluntary workouts. A lot of people are asking, what does this mean? They're trying to say that um, he does not want to be on the team. I know there are some people already saying that. Uh, I don't want to necessarily cast aspersions yet on this, but I do have um, I do have a, a, a take on this. And it's not as far-fetched as most people think it is. Um, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to give a wait and see approach on this because, first of all, these are voluntary offseason workouts. And I understand if you're a veteran, you want to set an example. You want to be there for the voluntary workouts. But um, I'm going to wait and see because this could be a situation where he may want another contract. He may want to be traded. And um, both can be viable options for the Falcons. But I'm going to wait and give you my complete judgment on that because, like, like I said, this is voluntary. You know, he doesn't have to show up. Um, a lot of people from the old guard is about gone now. Julio, Matt, you know, Dion is still around. Dion Jones is still around a little bit. You got a lot of guys that were skilled players from the old guard that's kind of gone. He's almost like the last one left. 
you know what I mean? You kind of see what I'm getting at, but I'm not going to say it yet. You know, you know, after being with the Falcons for seven seasons, you know, he's done pretty good for himself. But um, got a new coach, a new GM. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it for me. If you guys like this content, hit the like button, share this content, subscribe to the channels if you haven't already. I'm on YouTube and Rumble. Also can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify. I can be found on Apple. And I can be also be found on Google Podcasts. If you don't mind, if you want to subscribe to those avenues as well. Sometimes YouTube may act funny and the podcast may not be up. If not, I, I, I can assure you that it's going to be up on the audio side of things. So if one goes down, you can listen on the other or vice versa, you know. So um, hopefully that don't be the case, but it's good to subscribe to more than one. Uh, also, if you like this content on Apple, give me a five star rating or give me a high star rating on any other of the platforms that have a rating. And if I'm not doing a good job or whatever case maybe give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys think um, uh, about this podcast. Let me know if I can do anything better, anything I need to change. I know one thing I need to change, this background. I'm going to be doing some different things in the background. I am a gamer at heart. I do have a secondary channel where I talk about gaming, so that stuff's not going to change so much, but I am going to have more, you know, Georgia Southern memorabilia around. I'm going to have some more Falcon stuff around because I do want to have a gaming room on one side and possibly have the uh sports stuff on another side and i plan on possibly getting the cameras together to show like one side to be gaming other side to be the sports stuff so um that that's basically where the that's kind of like the vibe i'm trying to do in this room or, or the setup i'm trying to do so if you guys don't mind let people know what we're doing over here i hope you guys have a wonderful wednesday it's hump day almost going downhill to the weekend all right, y'all. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Stay safe. Oh, one more thing before I go. Join the Discord. Y'all be blessed. Y'all stay safe. Peace.